Welcome back to the Fantasy Island crew. That's right, it's R.W. King throwing his fantasy matchup for week five at you guys. Remember, guys, it is the start of our bye weeks here. Don't forget that, man. Just don't be lazy in your lineups. Cleveland's on a bye. Chargers on a bye. Seattle and Tampa this week. Guys, it's going to be happening now till probably almost the second or third week from the end of the season. So just keep an eye on your lineups. Make sure you're on top of your bye weeks and you got guys that can fill in. All right, if not, listen to our waiver wire pickups. Pick you guys up some good players. Plug them in. Keep those points rolling. So this week, man, I another tough week to find, you know, a really good matchup just because of some injuries out there and not really sure at this point of the week really who's going to play. So guess what, man? I'm going to buck the trend here, and I'm going to go with something that probably doesn't look like a pretty good fantasy matchup. But I'm thinking this, right? What makes a good fantasy matchup is a team that's hungry, needs to win, and a team that sort of sucks on defense. So I'm going to give you the Broncos and the Jets. Broncos are showing everybody that they're just horrible on defense. Their defense is pathetic. They threw a 70-burger, got thrown on them a couple weeks ago in Miami. Everybody knows about that. The Bears went up and down the field on them. Justin Fields threw for his first 300-yard game against them. I can see the hungry Jets sort of running through them. You know, Brees Hall got called out this week by uh, by his coach. He said there's no more restrictions on him. He's just, it's, it's in his head. He's, we're just going to let him run. And we're going to give him the ball as many times as he can handle it. So they're going to push him. So I really like this matchup this week. And I think it can pop. I think it's like last week's matchup. Really didn't seem that attractive on paper. Washington versus Philly. But it worked out, guys. Those guys went into overtime. Both scored over 30 points. It was a good matchup. I don't know if they're going to reach up to that 30-point threshold, both teams here. But I think somebody will. I think the Jets' D's a little tired, too. You know, they played a... A pretty tough game on Monday night, and they played their ass off. And now to turn around in a short week, I get it, guys. You know what I mean? It is Denver, Russell Wilson. But, you know, think about it, guys. I mean, the reality is on any given Sunday, there could be a super shootout. doesn't really matter the defense. But look at what's going on. Just coming off his last game, Zach Wilson was performing. You know, he came in, and he had 28 completions for 245 yards, but he was putting some balls right on the money. You know, he had two touchdowns, but he had one bad turnover at the end of the game that probably cost him the game, and it really crushed him. But, I mean, it, it, that performance gave him another opportunity. It wasn't just a stinker on national TV where he just shit the bed and fucking everybody just basically just threw in the towel on him. It gave him another opportunity for another week. So I think this is another opportunity for play against a really, really bad defense this week and hopefully catch a win. Brees Hall, again, another pathetic outing. I mean, he flashes, guys. You know, he had six carries for 56 yards. His average is up there. But the reality is he had one carry for 43 and five carries for 13 yards. So he needs to be more consistent, get bigger chunks, get those chains moving, and help the quarterback out a little bit. So I'm really liking these guys. I loved what their receiving court did with Zach Wilson last week. They were encouraging him. They were up in his grill, even on the sidelines, even when he was throwing shitty passes. Come on, bro, you can do this. Alan Lazard impressed me. Three catches, 61, and a touchdown. He's throwing his body all over the place, and that's why Aaron Rodgers loved him. You know, again, the man there is Garrett Wilson. He had 14 targets thrown at him, so they're making a conservative effort to get him the ball. He's getting bracket coverage, so they're going to have to throw him stuff underneath. He had nine catches out of those 14 targets for only 60 yards, no touchdowns, but 
he's getting double covered until somebody starts fucking doing something else on this offense. It's going to stay that way. Tyler Conklin chipped in a little bit with two or three catches that really helped him out later in the game. I can see them replicating that again against the Broncos. I don't think the Broncos defense is set up to really punch him in the mouth and, and mess him up. You know what I mean? But I just think that it's like one of those things that this team's so hungry for a win, the Jets, and the Broncos are just, they're just not there. And the reality is I think that makes for a good matchup. On the Broncos side, again, you know, it's it's the Russell Wilson show there. He's got three solid weapons, Cortland Sutton, Jerry Judy, and Marvin Mims. I love me some Marvin Mims here. Because like I said, I think that the Jets' defense is going to be a little bit tired, and I think he can get over the top. Every week this year, he's flashed for either a long passing play, a reverse, something where he's just breaking it out and getting out in the open field. He had two catches on two targets for 47 yards last week, and he just makes these plays. So I can expect him to make some plays on a little bit above what they're used to in fatigue defense for the Jets. So I think Jerry Judy's still the class over there. Cortland Sutton, he's the bigger target on the inside. They really don't have much going on as as far as tight end there. But, I mean, Cortland Sutton caught their touchdown, really didn't have anything for stats, three catches for 27 last week against the shitty Bears team. But the guy that really flashed was McLaughlin, the running back. I think whether Javante plays or not right now, he's listed as questionable. I think they're realizing this is the guy with the juice. We need to get him the ball. So they're going to give him an opportunity here. And they're giving him an opportunity to shine a little bit. I think what he can do is basically show out again and just keep earning those reps. And I think probably if Javante doesn't wake up or start getting a little bit healthier, then Javante's going to lose some reps to this guy because he's that good. But that's the guy I would start there. I love the guys. I love all the Jets. I love Lazard. I love Wilson. I love Brees Hall. Not sure if I'd start Zach Wilson if my guy's on a bye, if I got Herbert, I got Deshaun Watson, and I got nobody else. You know what I mean? I might throw a flyer on Zach Wilson. Why not? Justin Fields just had a career game on him last week, and two of his team put up a 70-burger on him, even though they got like 10 touchdowns rushing. I just think that this can pop, guys, and I think on the other end, the Broncos might have been playing from behind. And that's going to fatigue the Jets' defense even more, and they can be a little bit more successful in the air and moving the ball in like a two-minute quick offense. So just keep an eye on this matchup, guys. You'll see again on Monday that the king is right. Broncos versus Jets. Play your guys in there. We'll talk to you next time.